Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Previously on Room 104. Yesterday, you may have heard, was the 10-year anniversary of the man who slipped on the ice. Also, many roads and pavements remain hazardous, and it's claimed there could be a rise in personal injury claims as a result. It's still dangerous for Dublin pedestrians. A lot of people who were listening to us yesterday were convinced you were the actual guy and they were like, lads, case closed. Have a laugh. It's the lad who slipped on the ice. It was not me. The mystery continues. The mystery does continue here. This is getting so real. Okay, so as you know, um, 10 years ago, a gentleman was filmed walking down a road near the forecourts. He slipped very badly on the ice and it was captured and became a viral sensation. And for the last 10 years... His identity has remained a complete mystery. And everybody has tried to look for this guy. It was all over social media at the time. Yeah. Still, every single year comes back around. People are talking, who is it? No one wants to leave this, go to bed. So we were asking for your help in trying to find this individual. If you have any tips, can point us in the right direction at all. 0876797104. 0876797104. We want to commemorate him in person. We want to hook him up with some very, very generous prizes as well. And yeah. we just want to say thank you to this gentleman. Even though he mightn't have wished it, even though he might have gotten slightly hurt in this, we want to say thank you for providing a piece of, um, how do we say, cultural memorabilia yeah. over the last decade. Like really in the years, he will be on oh, he will. that no problem. Joe. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't Kevin McGarren who we had on last week. He was just uh, doing his own little skit on the whole thing he did look like him he had the same kind of hair but it was not that video that was done a year later with the helmet falling yeah. off the bed and stuff wasn't him no I would have thought now whatever he looks like yep. he probably looks like Kevin yes so you know I'm still not convinced that it's definitely not Kevin <laughs> because of what I've seen in the footage I've looked I've looked yeah, back yeah, at it yeah. loads of times I'd love to do a bit more uh, analysis anyway that lead so a lot of a lot of people sent in that link to that video with Kevin McGarren in it and unfortunately that lead has run dry it is not him we had Kevin as you heard there just confirming that it was not him so our next port of call was to analyse the footage and realise that the RTE Dublin correspondent on the day was a gentleman by the name of John Kilrain who has been reporting for years in RTE and he thankfully got permission from RTE to come on and speak to us and he is live on the line now John Kilrain how are you sir welcome to the show how are you doing? Oh, this, this this is amazing. This is brilliant. It is. Um, we, as, as we said, we're, we're trying to find the gentleman who slipped on the ice. What can you remember about that day 10 years ago? 
Well, we were just we were just filming people having difficulty on the pavements. We're getting a lot of reports of people slipping and getting injured. Uh, a colleague of ours actually had a very nasty hand injury from slipping on the ice. Oh, so we were um, we were to film people having difficulty making their way along the pavements, and we followed that up with some. Um, footage of contractors who'd been brought in to clear the pavements and we were just filming people sort of gingerly making their way along that particular stretch of pavement pavement and then suddenly this chap came from behind us <laughs> uh, at great speed we didn't even see him coming um, and next thing he upended on the ice uh, and we ran over to him um, and to make sure he was okay and he seemed to be he was fine just a bit shaken and we were trying to get him to go for a cup of tea the way there was a first aid box inside in the court offices. Um, but he, he wanted to make his, he wanted to go off. He was on his way. So we let him go off. And the thing was that we told him, we said, look, we've done this from behind. So you're not, um, you're not identifiable. So are you okay us using this shot on that basis that you're not identifiable? And he was okay with that. So because of that, we didn't take his name. Um, oh. And so we just used, we had no idea that uh, this was going to be such a big deal. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did I didn't you think realize it would explode as much as it did? I didn't realise he could say no. Well, you, I mean, you can. I mean, strictly legally, it's a public, it's a public place, public event. But we like to get, we like to get people's permission. We don't yeah. want to get into uh, a dispute with people. So it just makes it handier if we explain on the basis that we're using it and ask them if that's okay. Um, and he was, and the basis that we that we weren't going to identify him, so then we didn't take his name, and uh, we, he just he just um, we let him on his way. We were we were using we weren't looking specifically to get someone falling. It was more people having difficulty with the ice, <laughs> right, yeah. and um, but did then of course we did go back trying to find him uh, when it became when it went viral and became yeah. it was such a big issue. Do you think he was going to work after he fell, or was he going home? Yeah, now, we've been asked about this a few times. He was Asian. Um, we think, uh, I think, Korean or Japanese, possibly. Oh. Um, and, yes, uh, I, I just got the impression he was on his way to work. Um, we went ba I went back and uh, I was asking um, um, the sparse, for things like the spar shop yeah. uh, around there and stuff like that, because he was carrying a, a package with him as well. So we, we tried a number of businesses around the area. I couldn't guess. It was, you know, it was, it, was, it was a bit of a long shot anyway. We also know, I also noticed then that, um, that he, he did bang his head. Like mm. his shoulder took the main force of the fall, but he did bang his head. So we also tried to follow up to see if there was anybody had uh, had concussion or head injuries from that part of the uh, of Dublin, yeah. we got nowhere with those inquiries either, and we we did issue some appeals for for him to come forward, um, but to no avail. We never heard, never were able to find out exactly who he was. Damn it! Because I'm I'm kind of slightly disheartened now because with the resources and, and that RTE would have in following this up, and but you a huge weren't even amount of information here. I know we're going to have to distill this and listen back and figure out where we go from here. So, so you actually are one of the very few people in the country and in the city that met the infamous man who fell on the ice. Yes, and I think it might have been a cultural thing. I, I think Irish or British or American 
might have been more than happy to come forward and say it was me and you know take yeah. all the publicity but I think with different cultures they have a different uh, concept and uh, there might be more of an embarrassment factor there okay, or yeah. less of a willingness to come forward I always thought that was the reason um, um, I thought I saw him one time in a cinema on Parnell Street um, but kind of lost him in the crowd. Oh, the last known sighting. What, wh- how many years ago was that? That was just a couple of months after, or a couple of weeks, uh, maybe a few months, few weeks, whatever, so after we, the incident. If we knew he had a scar on his shoulder or on his head, <laughs> then Mark, he'd be more yeah, identifiable. The imprint of a path in his face. That's could, yeah. work, yeah. <laughs> well, I do, I do have a security question that if anyone comes forward, I can ask uh, to oh. establish if, if that was the right person. So yeah, so oh, that, that's brilliant to know. So you, if a con artist comes up and tries to take all the glory and the fame, like Kevin McGarren, you can say, ah, ah, ah no, Hang no, no, what's second. going on? What age was he when this happened, in and around, would you say? It's hard to say. I, I would have thought early to mid-20s. Right. He was quite tall as well. Con- um, I would have said he was uh, in a band. He was Irish. He was probably about 38. Yeah. Really? That he might have worked down the local spar. Well, I, as I said, we never got any further than that. Um, and uh, the fact that he was Asian, we, did, we didn't publicise. We were waiting to see would the, would the, you know, the right person come forward. Um, but uh, we never, ever heard, never got any further. Um, never, as far as we know, there was no, nobody, he wasn't seriously injured, whoever he was. Well, that's good um, to know. And that's all we were able to establish. God, well, a ton, a mountain of information Huge you're after providing amount. there, John. This is this is brilliant. We'll hopefully be able to, again, we're going to spend at least the rest of the year trying to track him down and identify him. As you said, he may not come forward, but we'll, we'll, we'll do our very best. A very confident man, though. He was. All the same. Yeah, great walker. Maybe he wasn't used to our, our dodgy paths and, no. our, and, and our freezing cold temperatures. Maybe he right. was so horrified that he left the country. Yeah, maybe he may... That'll, we'll have to have a global search then. I don't yeah. know if we have the budgets here in F104 to do that. <laughs> well, we will definitely submit them to first. And um, listen, John, thanks a million for that. That was um, th- that was that was amazing. And we're delighted to speak to somebody who is only one person away from the individual in question. And um, before we let you go, what was I said? What was the was there any negative feedback to your reporting of it, or what was the overall reaction that you got with it? We didn't. We didn't have any negative feedback as such. No. Um, uh, I just, for personally, I couldn't understand why everyone was laughing. Uh, myself and the cameraman weren't laughing when we went up to him. We just thought it was an unfortunate thing to happen, but that it was part of the story. Um, we had people asking, you know, where, did we pick the place? So we did, of course. We picked the place where people were having difficulties and stuff like that. We had no time to... to uh, and you didn't put down any water or extra water or anything no, on the path? No, there's all people saying stuff like that. Not at all, no. We were just we were just trying to get the situation as it was. Um, there was there was no time to stop him. He just came from nowhere. Yeah. Um, the only thing he the only thing he was going a bit too fast. I always got the impression that he was um, he was trying to show that it wasn't a problem. Mm, um, yeah. You know that it wasn't a problem moving on moving on that pavement. <sighs> but unfortunately, it was. Well, yeah. I'd well, say he's now walking around in caution. Yeah. I'd say he's a lot. More, I'd say he's taken a lot more uh, uh, cautiously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's moved to a desert somewhere where <laughs> ice will never get near him ever ever again. Um, RT Dublin correspondent John Kilrain, thanks a million for popping on uh, Room One Hundred Four this evening, providing a ton of information. If we ever think we have the guy, we might give you a buzz back and see if he passes your security question. Okay. Good luck with it. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much, John. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, he just didn't take him. Um, 
just didn't take his name. He didn't get his name. So close, we'd one hand on the trophy and then no. Funnily enough, he let RT have him filmed and, and be shown on TV and now it's the most viral video probably this country has ever seen. So according to John and his reporting, who was there at the scene, who met the individual, he's Asian or Korean. Didn't know that now. Would now be in his... Well, early to mid 30s. Well, that's what he's predicting. Now, what I thought I saw in the footage was a man in his 30s. So we don't know the age. He might have looked quite young for his age, but he was actually 38. Right. So we have a. a He could be 48. He could be 38. We don't know. The age is still a mystery. But uh, there we go. Uh, A hell of a lot more information which you will have to scour through. If you have a lead that we can follow up on. We've gotten Kevin McGahern from that fake video, closed down that lead. Now John Clorain from RT, the Dublin correspondent, who was there, who spoke to the man himself. What was in the bag? That's what I want to know. Oh, God. Did he buy sweets? Was there yeah. extra... I don't know. Yeah, it's the year of the man who fell on the ice. Yeah. Help us out. If you have any idea where we should go, any tips to point us in the right direction, 87 We'll find him. We will honour him. We will reveal his identity... And we he will can praise say, him. We will, we will praise him and hopefully get a statue commissioned in the city centre on that path that can be vandalised in the very near future. Yeah, exactly. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.